and welcome to Mindfulness Your Own Business, a podcast about the spiritual, the mystical, the unknown, the world's new energies and psychology and so much more. I am on my own today. Uh, I don't have my my beautiful, beautiful Ulrika co-host. Uh, she uh, couldn't be with me today, so I figured I'd do something in English because we are going to be interviewing a few very interesting people and that's going to be in English. Plus, I want to do something in English so that I could expand a little bit abroad and also I like speaking English. I feel quite comfortable doing it and you know I thought why not do it today when I am on my own and I can reach out to you guys and speak one of my languages that I speak. I only speak Swedish and English but hey uh, that's uh, you know and I'm not actually sure I'm even meant to have a lot of language. I'm not one of these people that suck up. You know how you can get these people that I just... They just remember languages. They just remember, well, they just suck it in like sponges. You know, I just really wish I was one of those people. Um, but I'm not. But I can I can speak English and Swedish pretty well. So that will be, that's fine for me. So in today's video, anyway, I wanted to um, talk a little bit about uh, or share, should I say, uh, some interesting stories about uh, what uh, people that I know, like friends and family, have told me about mystical experiences or things that have happened to them that they cannot explain. And I like really sharing this because uh, when you know, because we all know people that have gone through mystical things. I would say everyone has gone through something that they cannot explain. And most people just don't want to say anything because they're afraid that people will make fun of them or they won't be accepted. They'll get laughed at or whatever. Lucky for you guys, I could not care less what people think in that aspect. Like I, I'd like my obviously reputation to be fairly good in the sense where, you know, um, I'm a decent person type thing. But when it comes to uh, being quiet about the weird stuff or I should say it I don't really care that much uh, I'm so happy I'm past that I'm like you know and, and when I open up I notice and realize that so many people come up to me and talk about what they've been through it can be feelings it can be dreams it can be you know in the ether it can be just uh, you know I mean my whole life people have come up to me actually and talked to me I think that I I've heard that I give people space and it's, I like that. I like that being that person who people talk to. Um, but I think that also when we do open up, you know, that other people open up too. So if we all open up our heart chakras and just be our beautiful selves, you know, and realize that everyone's individual journey everyone's individual what they've gone through what their reality is is their reality 
So yeah, I'm gonna start with just uh, saying a few stories here and we'll see what you guys think. Um, I'd love for you to let me know what you think actually and just uh, you can contact me via Instagram or Facebook or my uh, website as well. Uh, uh, and you can find all of that in my bio. So, or you can just like Google Heidi Halifax. It seems that I am the probably the only person apparently with that name. Anyway, so um, so I'm going to start this. Uh, this is from a guy called Robin. And we were talking the other day and he was uh, nice enough to share his beautiful story that we both, well, he, th- he says he thinks it's an NDE. He's not completely sure, but it could be an NDE. And when he told it, I was like, well, it was definitely kind of it's sort of he went somewhere he went somewhere and uh it is kind of like an ND so we'll see what you guys think so here we go I was studying in San Diego at the time I had been to a party in an apartment complex for students there were two apartment complexes and I lived in the one next to it so he was uh like at a party in one building and he lived right next door kind of thing. Um, a friend of mine came with me to cook some late night uh, snack at about two in the morning. This area was very dodgy and there were posts uh, scattered around the entire campus with buttons on them to call for the police. You weren't like allowed to go outside at night or you like that you shouldn't. Uh, but as it was uh, right next door, I thought, well, what's the harm? Uh, As we were on our way between the two buildings, uh, a couple of guys crossed the road to the pavement we were walking on. One of the guys said something and I didn't hear him. And I said, sorry, what was that? And he beat me to the ground. I felt unconscious and my friend later told me that she could only see the whites of my eyes. It's, It's as though my eyeballs had like turned like into my head everything from there it just went bright white I felt peaceful and calm I was lying down in the white light and then I saw my family standing in a row next to me it was such a beautiful feeling there was no sense of time as we as we see it but I would guess that I was lying there for 10 to 15 minutes at least Then I woke up and sort of jumped up. I was in shock. My friend told me that I'd been out for 10 to 15 seconds, not minutes. The ambulance and police were there. They had come in no time. The police caught up to the guy who had attacked me and he got uh, eventually got jailed. Uh, They sat in court and everything. I was sent to to the hospital and the doctor told me that I was lucky to be alive as the guy had punched me right next to my heart and had it like punched me uh, when the heart as it was beating in a certain way then I would have I would have been gone. So this story is so beautiful like he just he just went somewhere so peaceful. Uh, I know with NDEs I know that um, when you when you uh, you're born and when you die that's when you release most uh, DMT a huge burst of DMT into your brain and 
uh, it basically gives you a huge high, you know. But when you you see th- certain things when you have NDEs and uh, what I've heard, what I've read, it's amazing what, what you can see. And for some reason, he went through this. And I think that there was a meaning behind it. Um, uh, and I think it's very beautiful. I'm very happy that he shared this story with me. And I hope that you guys like it. So we'll go on to the next um, the next beautiful story. This one, okay, so I'm going to keep this anonymous. Uh, I'm not sure if the person wants me to say the name. I'll keep it anonymous. Anyway, we, this is a friend of mine. We share so many things that we go through um, and that could maybe seem a bit odd to certain people, but we like to discuss things. Like when I've had a really odd dream or something, I can call her because we both sort of do uh, like light work stuff when we're sleeping, uh, especially her. And uh, she's a beautiful person. So anyway, this is uh, her uh, story. It's not not that long. It's just quite short. But anyway, many years ago, I dreamt that I was abducted by aliens. They were transparent, like water, and their spaceship was also transparent. We communicated telepathically. They were very harmonious and loving. We came back to, um, to close to where I live and they took samples from the earth and the water in our lake that we have here where I live. Uh, I woke up at 5 a.m. in the morning and felt so happy and had so much energy. I had to take a long walk. I couldn't sit still. I had so much energy for several days after that interaction. And uh, she said, she told me as well, she had all this love in her body and it was so, such a beautiful feeling. Um, uh, I actually felt almost a little bit jealous when I heard this. I was like, oh, that sounds so nice, uh, especially that I tend to get nightmares sometimes and it's um, it can be quite... Uh, a lot for me to handle sometimes and sometimes we just need that nice beautiful feeling and uh, a lot of people say oh when they dream that they're abducted it's like a bad thing but this I think felt more like family coming or something so star seeds or whatever so that's like so uh, precious it was really really nice and uh, you know um I think it was in like in the 80s, there was a lot of really harsh uh, abduction stories, like the people that went through them. I mean, it was quite scary, but um, uh, I don't or I haven't heard that they're that bad these days, but I don't know. I haven't been abducted myself, so I'm not sure. But I would love for my ET family to come and see me. Um, in my dreams, that would be amazing. I wouldn't want them to stand my bed, by my bed in the middle of the night. I would uh, freak out a little bit. I wouldn't want anyone to stand at my bed at night. <laughs> you know, so it's not just because they're aliens. It's like I don't want anyone standing at my bed at night. I would freak out regardless. So, <laughs> so um, here's a really short story from a colleague of mine and he told me this the other day he doesn't believe in any of this stuff but he told told me this story anyway uh which was really sweet I think you know 
So he says, I was in my kitchen and my cat hissed for no reason that I could tell. In the direction that the cat was hissing, cutlery fell off the table as if somebody had pushed it. Uh, So, you know, a little bit scary. I wonder sometimes when cats hiss at ghosts, which is very common, if they hiss because it's an uncomfortable energy that they don't like, um, you know, or if it's just any old energy that they just don't understand and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know you, get out of my house type thing, or I don't know, but I have thought about that. I wonder when they hiss, if it means it's a negative energy, ghost, whatever it is, entity or whatever, and uh, or if it's um, just any old ghost that they hiss at. Uh, I don't know. Uh, on to the next story. Uh, this is also from a colleague. And she says, so hang on. It all started when my grandmother on my father's side passed away. We were very close. The day after she passed, a bird, white wagtail, visited every day for a while and got very friendly. Last year, I was thinking of grandma a lot and missing her and feeling really low. It was late autumn and a butterfly flew in through the window. This surprised me as it was very unusual to see a butterfly so late in the year. It landed on my hand and wouldn't leave. It stayed there until the sun came up, then flew away. I can't explain it, but it felt like my grandmother was visiting me, showing me her presence and that everything would be okay. I think that people visit us all the time. And I think that uh, when they visit us, that's how they tend to do it. Like through animals is very common. And through um, just signs, you know, um, some of us see them, you know, in our mind's eye. Some of us get signs like butterflies. Some uh, get dreams. I get dreams when they visit me, like my grandma visits me and stuff. And not often, hardly ever nowadays, but sometimes. And it's beautiful. uh, And uh, it's to be like, it's good that when people can actually really take it in and understand that they are not like death is an illusion. Death is just closing one door and opening another. And when we can understand that, then we know we're going to see them again. You know, maybe not in the avatar that they had, the body that they had, but they will see them again. Um, and they are there. They're in the energy that, you know, and I think that helps a lot of grieving, understanding that this is just temporary. The Academy of Divine Knowledge is a platform created to help humanity through the awakening process. You'll find videos about spirituality, health, freedom, meditations, workshops, and so much more. It includes some of my favorite spiritual teachers, Aaron Abke, Brandon Bosarth, and Jason Shurka, the founder. And I am honored to have contributed with some meditation and breathwork videos. To get a 10% discount on a subscription, use the code HeidiHalifax, academyofdk.com. This next story is quite interesting. I woke up one night and couldn't fall back asleep. I waited for about 15 minutes before getting out of bed. 
I was about nine or 10 years old at the time when this happened. I had a bit of a stomach ache and was going to go up to my mom, who was on the second floor. I walked out of my room and to the left. I had the kitchen straight ahead and the living room to my left. The staircase was in the living room, but I went to the kitchen first and then took a left into the living room. It was very dark and I could see something red by the couch, close to the TV. I looked closely but couldn't see what it was. All of a sudden it turns and staring right at me is two red eyes. I tried to turn on the lights but I'm so panicked that I can't find the switch. I run back to my bedroom terrified and shut the door. I hide under my duvet and cover my ears and close my eyes. The following morning, I can hear people in the kitchen. Mum is there and one of my brothers. Eventually, I pluck up the courage to get out of bed and go to the kitchen. Then I look at the couch and there's nothing there. That's a little bit spooky. Uh, you know, having like, I don't know what that could be if it was him being like, he's um, completely sure that he was awake during this process. And I have no idea, honestly, um, what that could be if it was maybe an alien with red eyes. I have no idea. But in his head, it was incredibly real and traumatizing, you know, so it was you know, not knowing what that was, uh, you know, and I think um, he mentioned as well that, like, I mean, he was alone on the first floor, he had his room there, and, uh, you know, his, his mom and dad and uh, siblings were upstairs, and it was just very frightening for him to go through this, so, but it was, it's a fun story. Everyone, like, you know, most people really do have these stories and they're really, sometimes, you know, we do figure out and we can, ah, oh, you know, we, we understand what it was, but sometimes we really can't. And just because we can't figure out it out doesn't mean that it didn't happen. You know, um, like I said earlier, like everyone's reality is their reality. Like uh, if somebody says, you know, to them, the sky is orange um, or green, uh, and it, you know, they really truly feel it. So I'm like, yeah, well, I believe you for that person. That is true. Doesn't mean that just because the majority sees the sky as blue, uh, that that's correct. You know, that's, that's a global, uh, thing where most people see the sky a certain way yes but doesn't mean that that is the color of the sky and uh, you know it's all down to perspective as well um, colors change when they go through like when you see a star uh, or colors in the galaxy they have traveled such an immense uh, like distance that those waves of colors, when they get closer to Earth, I mean, they eventually they they get a bit slower. So and then they sort of change. So the colors that we see are not the actual colors that's that that you would see if you were much much closer. You would see different colors. Uh, so we need to understand that it's all perspective, and we need to respect everyone and everyone's reality 
And I really truly believe that we have will have uh, our own realities. Uh, you know, as long as we're being loving to each other and respectful, then who cares what anyone's thinking and seeing? And you know, um, just be open to being different. To uh, that everyone is different, and just be you, and you'd be happy. So. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast with the solo me <laughs> and uh, looking forward to having some amazing interviews and yeah, have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.